You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of November 19, 2017, episode 58. From the land by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barce. And from Parts Unknown, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, hello world, here are the podcasts that we're bringing. Come on, get happy. A whole lot of info is what we'll be bringing. We'll make you happy. We had a dream. We'd be podcasting together. We'd spread a little knowledge, then we'd keep moving on. Something always happens whenever AJ and I are together. We get a happy feeling when we're podcasting along. Come on and join the Bellingham Podcast. Because we're happy. Not quite. Happy. Not, uh, quite. not quite. Okay, what's the reference? Partridge Family. Oh. Come on, get happy. happy. That's Got right. Got it. I was like, I know there's a happy reference. Are you happy today, AJ? I'm caffeinated. How are you doing, Chris? I am I, I'm getting happy. Uh, we are approaching the end of this year uh, and, and what a year it was. Uh, so yeah, I'm happy to be here on the stick with you as for number 58. Thank you very much. What's sad, Chris? It is four o'clock as we record this. And as I look outside, it looks like... I don't know. Nighttime is swarming upon us. Yes, we're in the dark uh, season of uh, Bellingham. I wanted to kind of just take our show into a little bit of a a territory. I am having a really tough time uh, contending, coping, putting up with so much negativity everywhere I look. Uh, We all know about what's on the news today, last week. Two weeks ago, whatever. Yeah, Yeah. everything's breaking. Everything is broken, like Bob Dylan said. (laughs) Um, Anyway, there's so much, uh, there's not a lot of smiles around. Yeah. And uh, for what it's worth, folks, uh, you, our wonderful listeners that are uh, joining us, thank you very much for taking the time to spend 30 minutes with uh, AJ and myself. I wanted to kind of refresh and uh, give another shout out to the areas around Bellingham uh, and uh, both brick and mortar and online that can bring a smile to your face. Yeah. And because uh, we need some of that nowadays. And while um, my, my podcast partner, Crime, and I are often having a good time and, and yucking it up and, and riffing off each other, uh, sometimes we get a little down. And so uh, to pick ourselves up, uh, folks, if you are having a glum day and you have a, a, a weekend coming up that, uh, or an evening, that you just need to be able to do something, anything. Uh, get out of the house, go to Village Books in Fairhaven. Uh, villagebooks.com, continuous high quality events. It's not just the books, it's not just the upstairs cafe, which is a wonderful environment. It's not just that kitschy, awesome uh, store, Paper Dreams, yeah. right next to them. Uh, it is the live talks with authors of books that are rather interesting. It is the spoken word, whatever they got going on. They actually have, take thought into their uh, calendar of events. And I, I'm impressed. And I, I give a tip of the hat to not gunning for the, the zeitgeist. They are going for authors that have uh, nutritional value to their literary releases. And a lot of them are local or Pacific Northwest local. That's right, as I take a sip of my water. Um, <laughs> so Village Books, once again, uh, in Fairhaven. Good luck trying to find a parking spot, but uh, <laughs> it's worth the walk uh, in your, the, the downtown Oh, come Fairhaven on, Haven walking Plymouth. around Fairhaven? Oh, man, hashtag first world problem. I mean, come on, it's a great walk. Baby, it's cold outside. 
So get a P code or one, check back a couple of podcasts about the kit, the the Carhartt that you recommended, or my. Okay, you're looking at me. This, like that. The, That's the, cool. This cool. episode of Bellingham Podcast <laughs> is brought to you by the Comfort Zone. Brought to you by AJ Barce. For all of your comfort needs and sympathy and empathy, go to AJ Barce, who will have. <laughs> well, yeah. this this proves your point. Like every, we are a little bit typically mentally on edge or drained or yes. exhausted or d- vitamin D deficient in go. the Pacific Northwest. And you're right. I'm, I apologize for <laughs> snapping podcast partner. Do we need a hug? No, okay. we're good. Okay, but good. anyway, for the folks at home, they might've been like, yeah, I don't <laughs> like walking. You know, there are those that we hold near and dear to our heart. I'm speaking for myself, first of all, who get cold around this time of year. They may not like walking blocks around Fairhaven without the layers of uh, thermal clothing on <laughs> anyway fair point all fair right point. so village books we love you uh just check them out uh, especially for your holiday shopping should you have an opportunity they got some great quality stuff there um and no we're they're not a sponsor of the show we just like going there uh the second place around town that should make you happy um we mentioned it i don't know every other podcast or so <laughs> but uh ladies and gentlemen Pickford Cinema downtown in the left ventricle of uh, Bellingham, in the heart of Bellingham, uh, they don't go for the $100 million blockbuster uh, action films. If you want that, you know where you can go around Bellingham. We just got done with a month of documentaries at the Pickford Cinema, which is like the superfood in the movie Diet of Life. They have reasonable prices. They have comfortable seating. They've got drinks if you choose to drink. Uh, it's a great environment, plenty of parking around and you don't have to, and and especially compared to other movie cinema experiences, you don't have to walk a quarter mile to be able to get to the venue. If you know what I'm saying. What? You have to park in the North 40 in the big monstrosity? (laughs) Yeah. Something like that. Anyway. Um, so I just wanted to have a friendly reminder as we approach the dark season of, uh, this year and in Bellingham and as the holidays approach gift cards to our movie tickets to a Pickford cinema, there might be some great films. Oh no, wait, actually there are some great films coming soon uh, to our independent movie house, pickfordcinema.org. Thank you very much. Um, I got one more AJ. Uh, Those are brick and mortar uh, stores around Bellingham, but online we don't need to go revisit again, all of the difficult uh, experiences we have finding any kind of good information on the internet. However, if you happen to go to a website called WatcomTalk.com. That's Watcom as in the county. Talk as in conversation.com. Uh, I've, I've noticed that they have positive stories about people and businesses around Bellingham and Whatcom County. Hi, Stacy and Kevin. You're the goods. <laughs> hey, Stacy. Long time no chat. Indeed. So, yes, we know uh, the folks on Whatcom Talk. Uh, they are good quality people, you won't be finding a whole lot of agendas no. uh, with their well, stories. Local agenda. Local agenda, it, yeah. There is an agenda. It is local. They're pro-Salish. They're pro-Salish. <laughs> that sounds like a hashtag. Pro-Salish. Exactly. Uh, no charge, guys. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, for those of you that may need a break from the uh, sadness that is the internet uh, nowadays, check out WacomTalk.com. I've been a fan of their site for quite some time. They put out good quality articles and content that uh, talk about how great this county is. Totally. And on that note, something else that's great in this county, 
KMRE 102.3 FM. Low power. Community radio here in the heart of the city of subdued excitement, which is what you're listening to Bellingham Podcast on. Your community, your voice, your station. It's still our voice. It's our voices, but that's your that's your tagline. I know, so, but it's our voice. Anyway. Thank you, thank you again, those of you listening on the radio right now, Thursdays at 9 a.m. and, and Saturdays at 1.30 p.m. ish, ish. Uh, listening to us on the radio. We appreciate it. Totally. So uh, segueing from local, it's kind of local, but I wanted to talk about as we go into the holiday season, uh, as I'm a new father and I'm thinking about Christmases ahead and having my son acquire toys throughout his years, uh, when I was growing up, I remember there was several Christmases that before we got to the actual holiday, my folks had me kind of cull through my old toys and, you know, get rid of them or donate them to other, you know, little ones that may not have the coolest, latest and greatest. And I was thinking to myself, I said, self, how does that relate to the adults? And it's funny because I just came back from traveling and uh, I had an experience where I was mentioning, oh yeah, you know, the, the, this iPad and this iPhone and the Apple watch and stuff. And uh, somebody mentions like, oh yeah, I have one of those. And I'm like, one of, one of what? They had one of each. Hmm. And I found it interesting. I was like, really? Well, do you use them? And they're like, oh, well, yeah. And they go to this, this drawer and they open up this drawer and in there was a dead iPad, dead mm. as in not used, it's drained. An Apple Watch that probably still had the first, it's the first series Apple Watch with the first generation operating system. Again, I say, hmm. And several cracked or uh, well-loved phones. And I was looking at this going, that, you just opened up a treasure chest for two reasons. One, if you're not using them, recycle them, don't throw them away, and I'll get to that in a second. Or two... It's a it's a treasure trove. You can convert old equipment into cashola. Yes, indeed. And who doesn't like cashola for the holidayola? That works. Okay, I'll, to, I'll buy that. I tried. Yeah, I'm not as good as Chris. That's all right. Uh, There's still time. So anyway, so what I wanted to do for this this next bit is you and I have sold goods a random amount of ways. Uh, let's talk about some of our experiences using some of these services and just promoting a couple of ones that we liked or we didn't like or we know about. And the first one is gazelle. Yes, like the animal with long legs. Yes. Have you used them before? I have not, but I've uh, checked out their website as a consumer, not yeah. as a seller. So this is what's cool about gazelle is that it's kind of like, are you are you buying or selling? You know, And you have two different sides of it. So if you, perhaps for the holiday season, maybe you want to get a refurbished device. Gazelle, you've probably seen them on Super Bowl commercials. Every other podcast other than us uh, has sponsorship by them. Uh, and what they do is they buy back old devices or of various qualities. Like you could literally have a iPhone 6 that has a splattered screen and they'll offer you some sort of cash back for it. You can't expect to get the price you paid for this right. two or three years ago. Am, am I stealing your thunder? No, nope, no. This okay. is exactly what I was thinking. But there will be a cash offer involved with that. Right. So if you've got an iPhone 6 and you're rocking the 8 or the X or whatever, and you're just like, what do I do with this other device? And I don't want to just recycle it because it's perfectly good, but I don't have a use for it. Uh, look at using something like Gazelle and turning it in for a gift card or cashola. Uh, Chris is right. You're not going to get the you know $700 that you might have spent on it, but think of it this way. You either A, take this device and throw it in a, a, a drawer because you know I'm not going to get what I paid for it, so I'm just going to hang on to it and do what with it? I mean, really, I, I am, I, I am going to poke fun at myself here. I 
I do this. I have a drawer full of iPhone 4Ss and 5s at home. Every, that, te- every professional has a tech graveyard. Right. Yeah. Now, in my case, I also repurpose them for things like security systems and just general geekery. But if you're not like Chris or myself, where you have a gadget drawer that you're never going to tinker with or never going to do anything with, just bite the bullet, turn it in, and get at least $50 now as opposed to $0 later. It is the tech proverbial, the bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. That's right. If if you can get something for it now as opposed to it just sitting and rotting and becoming e-waste that you're eventually not going to get any money for, get rid of it. Along those lines with uh, Gazelle Online, now, AJ, you may not be uh, one to go to the mall uh, with your young son as much as I do with a 15-year-old daughter. True that. Uh, I did notice along... Now, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this may not be confirmed as of this week, but uh, along the walkway to Target from the jump around bungee, uh, the playground area, if, if those of you who know Bellis Fair... Uh, well enough, like I do, know that that little walkway headed to Target. The Play Palace. There is, uh, it's not quite a kiosk. It's not quite, it, it's it's something there that's blocking your path. And I believe it's colored green. Mm. And mm-hmm. this is a, uh, a little uh, kiosk type thing that if you, uh, they have a touch screen. And if you have one of these older devices, it's possible that you can fill out the information, get a printed. Digital quote. A digital quote and take care of that in person instead of online, you might be able to do this, at least see what you would be able to get in this uh, green kiosk. I don't know tech. what they're called either. Sorry, guys. Uh, compared to Gazelle to try to see, will I get 40 bucks for this one or 60 bucks yeah. uh, with this one? Something to uh, check out the next time you may happen to be at the mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, along those same lines, if you're at the mall, there's another place that you could try bringing your older devices to. Uh, GameStop. Yep. So GameStop, a lot of these older devices work perfectly good for mobile gaming. Um, so they kind of sell it within the vein of gaming uh that's another place that you can try as well now let's say this is for the 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 last uh advice that we just gave is more towards older devices let's say you had something that's maybe a generation off and you don't want to you know maybe put it up on gazelle because they don't offer the the highball price well what other options do you have there is still the Craigslist. The, the Craigslist could be uh, an option for you, bellingham.craigslist.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, or any city that you're in if you're listening to us. Correct. And uh, it's, it's a place to sell goods and services. However, um, we got to be careful about Craigslist because I kind of equate it to the Wild West. Yes, While it is. it is a great place to sell whatever. Person to person. Person to person. You don't have that corporate business backup uh, of the of the somewhat security of you know money being transferred. Hey, hey, you want to buy a watch? Exactly. That's the vibe. And and some of the things. The reason why I wanted to bring up Craigslist is one: these devices are small enough that you can meet your person that you're trying to sell this to at a uh, place that is public and not your residence, and which is what I would usually encourage people to do. That is what Starbucks is for, <laughs> in yes. my opinion. Um, grab a coffee and wait for a person. Uh, to show up that, you know, that way you're in a public space. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but along those same lines, there was a new service that was introduced to me, actually by a coworker, uh, called OfferUp. Never heard of it until you mentioned it. So OfferUp is kind of piggybacking on uh, on Facebook. You can also sell things. Um, I haven't used uh, the Facebook Marketplace or Garage Sale, whatever they're calling it, but there is now a way that you can use Facebook to sell things other than just, you know, hey, I'm selling this iPod Touch. There's actually a subsection of Facebook where you can actually put things up and it has a little price tag and people can comment um but along those same lines there is offer up and it's kind of like craigslist meets facebook it's 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 got a better interface mm. less cd looking you have a profile there's kind of like an uber style type of thing where you star the seller and as a buyer you're also starred so kind of that ebay type of thing that's helpful um comment uh messages are direct to you in apps you don't have to go through email like craigslist uh, there's a lot of cool things. We've, uh, my wife and I have tried selling on it and buying off of it. Uh, and it, it's, it seems like it's a, a, another platform that could have potential, but again, mileage will vary in your city. We've been unsuccessful selling something on it and we've gone trying buying something off of it and it didn't work out just because the description by the seller just wasn't what we were looking for. Um, no harm, no foul. I mean, if you're, hunting for something. It's just another platform to get your thing on there. So if you were to uh, think about these uh, sources and aren't quite sure about uh, just you want to go with something that's a little bit more stable and reliable and such like that, we've got the big E uh, that has Bay after it. And, uh, you know, with eBay, it's been around for half a generation now. Yeah. And I've used it. I've sold and bought on it uh, quite extensively. Um, good experiences, bad experiences, both, uh, both, both. You get that, yeah. uh, with this one thing about eBay, just as if you're considering selling, uh, you two tips, you may want to start selling something that may not be the actual device you want, like something of a lower price just to get a couple of ratings, uh, or to get some feedback from your buyers because the number that you have, some people may not buy anything if right. you have only a few feedback uh, ratings from the, their experience buying stuff from you. However, if you are thinking about selling items on eBay, one thing as you're looking for comparable prices, instead of going to the search to type in, uh, let's see, a uh, 1994 Fender Stratocaster guitar, for example. Good year. Or you could just say you know, Fender Stratocaster guitar, you'll get about, oh, I don't know, 6 million uh, listings. But if you go to a box on the left column that says completed listings, mm. the current uh, guitars for sale may be hyperinflated beyond the realm of good taste. Completed listings that are in green color will show you exactly what they sold for. Mm. Or at least it'll say uh, if they have a listing price of... 500 bucks uh, or best offer, they will say offer accepted, which means that it may not, it may not have gone for 500 right, right. for example. So if you check the completed listings in eBay, that might give you a, a more reasonable idea of what a, uh, a buyers are looking to spend on your item, knock 10% off. You might sell it sooner. Right. For what it's worth. I've never sold on eBay. I've done a lot of buying on yep. eBay, um, largely because there's a lot of uh, businesses that um, kind of cross-list on eBay and Etsy if mm -hmm. they're handmade or if I'm looking for parts. Um, so that, that's some really solid advice. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to point out is uh, the big A. 
Yes. As much as we buy from the Amazon, you can also sell on Amazon. I've done that too. And there's two sides to it. If you are a handcrafter, they have a handcraft more Etsy style marketplace, which is another place you might want to look if you're looking for unique goods for maybe the holiday season. But also uh, if you're in the business of selling things, maybe this might be an avenue outside of listing on Craigslist, listing on Etsy. You might want to look at the Amazon. I can't think of what they're called. Seller. I think it's handcraft. Oh, yeah. There's the, the, so there's a handcrafted marketplace mm-hmm. where you might sell something. So if you create something original, like a, uh, a wooden widget, that might be an avenue that you could sell it. The other thing is if you have a piece of tech, like what we're talking about, there's Amazon Seller, where I've sold on it, and I believe you have as well. Oh, yeah. And I've had pretty good experience. I have. Um, I usually take the same advice you just did. Whatever the the high listing is for uh, the condition of the device that I have, knock off 10 or 15%, and I can move it usually within a week or two. And, you know, this this is uh, something where we need to be competitive in what we're uh, selling it for, we can't expect to be. No one's going to be uh, a sucker buying you know this yeah. for an overinflated price. Don't be greedy. Yeah. Uh, but if you if you have it at a competitive price and a little bit less, you might get a faster turnaround mm-hmm. to be able to get that money uh, into your account. Make sure that you have funds received in your account, right. and then uh, print out the shipping label and and hit it uh, and send it off. Uh, it's just important to be cautious, but also to be, you know, you don't have reasonable expectations for how much you want to get for your item. Yeah. I mean, again, it's coming back to the, the bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. I mean, that's what I'm kind of using as this metaphor for this, this bit. Um, so with Amazon seller, uh, I do want to point out there are transaction fees. So, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. it's not free to list. I mean, you can list, but once it sells, uh, Amazon does take a, a portion. Same thing with eBay, I, mm-hmm. I presume. Oh, yeah. Um, Craigslist, I mean, it's a free for all. It's the Wild West. I mean, what you list and what you get, you keep. Um, same thing with OfferUp. The so again, we're kind of progressing from um, hey, you want to buy a watch? The back alley transactions, kind of moving towards the mid end, and then I want to kind of address the high end because there are some people that we what we call turn and burners. You know, you get something, you know, you're going to keep it for six months, and you chase the the latest and greatest shiny. You know, and that's and that's great if you're in that lifestyle. If you wanted to keep uh, fundage for that type of lifestyle, you constantly have to keep in good condition, keep with the latest and greatest, and thus you command a higher price. Typically, we see those in the Apple sphere because Android, it depreciates fairly fast. I want to point out that Apple has a buyback program. So if you are staying within the Apple ecosystem, perhaps you are buying uh, MacBooks every year. I don't know if you are, but awesome if you are. Um, When you go to the Apple website, you can buy refurbished stuff directly from Apple. And you also can sell your, if you're buying a new iMac 4 5k or whatever it is you can also sell back your old one to apple as well uh apple much like um gazelle they have a base bottom price that they will give but again it's it's worth it if you're not going to keep that piece of tech for another purpose and there's a certain uh merit to if you are a frequent turner and burner uh you have an investment of cash uh, or fundage into a device and then if you get uh the, the the latest uh, 2017 2018 version of that you don't have as much an outlay of cash because the sale of that newer device will subsidize yeah so it's it, are you paying the money forward ahead of time or not but there is a certain merit to that uh while most of us may not go that route it's kind of like the lease uh 
model yeah, it is. For, for vehicles. You know, you, you have it for three years, change it in on a newer model. It same thing applies to phones, uh, technology devices, et cetera. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing I wanted to point out because when I was, when I was kind of talking with this person, you know, one of the things I wanted to point out is, okay, you have all the stuff, you don't use it. You know, why don't you sell it? Well, I won't get as much as I did. Well, remember you had this device for one year, six months, eight months, two years, whatever. Did you get, did you, did you get the value that you wanted out of it? Um, ask yourself, like one of the things I also wanted to end this, this segment on is before you buy something, before you get whatever that thing is, whether it's a, an, in my case, a new watch or whatever, ask yourself self, how long do I plan on using this for? Because that really, that really kind of helps the justification of like, what are you buying? You know, um, that way you don't have to go down this rabbit hole of trying to sell it for cashola. Yep, yep, yep. Did you have some tech that caught your eye, Chris? Dun 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 dun. Tech that caught our eye. Yeah. Yes, I have two things uh, for uh, some something that I noticed in, since our previous recording that I wanted to make mention of. Uh, one is a podcast. Actually, two of them. Uh, one, but in this uh, in this theme of looking for happy sources of happy. Um, we see a lot of podcasts out there and, you know, there's all different types, you know? <laughs> but there are two podcasts that really are something that I enjoy. One of them I've mentioned before, it's called Note to Self yeah. uh, by WNYC Studios in New York, uh, hosted by Manoush Zamarodi. She is an awesome storyteller and an awesome hostess of, of this prod- podcast. It's a story or it's a podcast about uh, the human side of technology. Uh, all of the episodes are worthy of your time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just like Bellingham Podcast is worthy of your time. Uh, they talk about uh, addiction to technology, et cetera, et cetera. But there's another one. There's another podcast that caught my eye. It's called Hurry Slowly. I'll let that sink in for a little while. Hurry Slowly. This is a podcast by uh, a writer that I uh, have admired for quite some time. Her name is Jocelyn K Glide, G L E I. If you look on a website, J K G L E I dot com. She is uh, a, a wonderful writer, but she has a new podcast out about how you can be more productive, creative, and resilient through the simple act of slowing down. What a wonderful concept. I dig it. I've listened to every episode so far. Hi, Jocelyn, if you're listening. Uh, love your stuff. Uh, great guests. Uh, the, first, the first podcast uh, episode she had was. Jason Freed of uh, Base Camp, mm. and uh, this guy I've been a fan of for years. And you know, he long story. We'll talk about that in another episode. But uh, hurry slowly podcast. Add that to your list. Uh, I guarantee it. If you like it, great. If not, send me a voicemail. Area code two zero one seven three one eight three two four. Let me know what you think about uh, the podcasts you like to listen to. Uh, if you're not a fan of Hurry Slowly or Note to Self. The second thing that uh, caught my eye was actually a device. And here I go, AJ. I'm talking about a new shiny. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm going to add one more thing to it that's going to grind your gears, all right? It's an Android phone. Yes. Can you see the face palm that he's making right now, like Captain Picard on Star Trek? Talk to me about this device, Chris. Okay, so... If Chris had to buy an Android phone, this should be one of those unscripted insights. Which, for the record, you did have the Android for quite some time. Oh, yeah. I, I was you in the Android had, click yeah. for like six years. Yeah, yeah. I was there for like two and a half. Yes. No, I want to, as a, as, a, as a conscientious technologist, I want to be able to work with both my clients, both Apple and Android, both Windows and Mac, Linux, and 
whatever else is out there. <laughs> I was going to say, well, I was waiting for that What's one. What's the fifth operating system? I don't know. Anyway, so there's a, Android phones. You're thinking about upgrading. You've got an LG whatever. you got a Motorola. God help you. Samsung. you got a Samsung OMG. Uh, and, it's, and it's getting long in the tooth. It's time to upgrade. Do you go with the Google uh, Pixel? There's a word. No. Uh, as much as I like the Pixel, the reviews on the Pixel and Pixel 2 have not been that favorable. There is a company out there called OnePlus. OnePlus, if you do a Google, O-N-E-P-L-U-S, uh, they, are a, uh, they are a strong phone company. Uh, I've been a fan of theirs since the, the first OnePlus phone came out about three years ago. They have, they have just released a OnePlus 5T. Mm. Now, blah, 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 tech, tech, nerd, 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 spec, peck. Oh, it's awesome. It'll cook you breakfast in the morning. No, this is a $500 flagship phone as opposed to some of the other companies that are charging 1000 or 800 or something like that. $500 for a phone that you would buy straight out. It has a six-inch screen. Okay. Heaven help us. So that that's a is that in between the six and or seven and seven plus? It, it's it's getting close. Okay. It, it's it's in that zone. It's it's one of the beastie uh, size phones. Beastie. There is, but the thing is, it, there's virtually no bloatware. Right. With the exception of the OnePlus Community app on this phone, you get nothing but Google Apps. So it's pretty much a pure Android experience. Pure Android experience, and they actually call it Oxygen OS. So it's oh, not it's not straight up Android. Uh, they are it's a running. Fork. It's a fork of Android uh, running Nougat at this point, but early next year they should be coming out with Oreo, which is the latest Android operating system. Yes, folks, Android operating systems are uh, tasty. are tasty and uh, based on dessert titles. Uh, I am a fan of this phone. If I had to get an Android, if I was like, I'm done with Apple uh, iPhone and, and such like that, I would be getting a OnePlus 5T. I find it to be a reasonable uh, price, 500 bucks for a 64 gigabyte with blah, blah, blah specs that are totally... Uh, relevant. Cookie breakfast. Cookie breakfast in the morning. Uh, it's worth a look. If you Google O-N-E-P-L-U-S 5T, it's worth a look, ladies and gentlemen. And you got to also double check to make sure that it runs on the uh, mobile carrier that you are currently with. Buying from them is unlocked, question mark? Uh, I I believe it's unlocked, yes. Okay. Uh, they're not tied to an, you know, it, it would only be locked if you bought it from the Verizon store or the AT&T store, I think. I believe it's an unlocked version. Okay. Uh, but, and the charging time, they have special uh, charging capabilities. Like, it's one of those rapid charger bad boys. Got it. So, anyway, two things that caught my eye, Hurry Slowly podcast and OnePlus 5T. Dig it. So, on that note, that wraps up for this edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much. For listening to us, rating us, please, reviewing us, that would be awesome, on iTunes, the Google Play, the SoundCloud, the Spreaker, and Chris's favorite, TuneIn! TuneIn Radio. That's right. Hashtag Real Radio. I love TuneIn Radio. Thank you very much. <laughs> on that note, uh, from the city by the CIC, again, I'm AJ Barce. And I'm Chris Powell. Thanks very much for joining us once again on the Bellingham Podcast. That was very somber of you. I like how you rolled that in. It was, it was my subdued voice. Tasty. Yes, indeed. Thank you.